everyone. This is Harriet Westmore with the host and creator of the moreselfdiscovery.com podcast, a podcast where we talk about various topics with hope, the hope to uh, discover yourselves within the topics that we are discussing. Um, we're going to have a good show today. So I want you guys to stay tuned and I want you guys to participate. Okay. So just stay tuned. Here we go. All right, here we are. So again, welcome to moreselfdiscovery.com. Um, I don't see anybody in right now. I can see whoever's come in. Um, whenever you guys, anybody is tuning in, I want you to hit that like and I hit that share um, button on your Facebook. And I want you to share the video and also um, identify yourself in the chat. Uh, we have a special treat today, and we have Miss um, Deborah Bryson. She is a color code trainer, and it's interesting because this is a, a personality, uh, it's a, a coach who specializes in personality, your personality uh, based on color code. So um, it's going to be an interesting chat. I actually took the personality test, so I I'm a share with you what my color is after we talk with Miss Bryson about the dynamics of what is color code trainer. So Miss Deborah, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for being a part of my podcast today. Oh, thank you for inviting me. It's, you know, exciting and I'm, you know, anxious to, you know, kind of talk about the color code because it is fun and you learn a lot, you know, once you take the personality assessment. Okay, so tell us a bit, a bit about yourself and how did you get involved in um, color code personality um, assessment or test? Okay, it's a funny story, kind of. Um, so my background is human resources, and probably mm-hmm. around 2012, 2013, um, the company I worked for hired a new HR director. So I had a new person that I was reporting to. Uh-huh. She introduces to the color code as a way um, to you know, build bonds and, and have a team builder. So when she sent us the link to the color code, I said, OMG, are you kidding me? Another personality test. Okay. <laughs> Myers-Briggs and we've done right. this and we've done that. And are you kidding me? Okay. Right. So wasn't really happy about it. So I went to my desk and, you know, banged out the link on the computer and, you know, banged out the answers to my questions and got the results. And then I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> wow, <laughs> this one is more um, accurate than anyone I've ever taken. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because it's looking at your, your core motives, your innate personality. Mm-hmm. Um, there are probably 30 to 40 questions. Um, each question you have to answer, you know, with an answer that is as close to um, what you've experienced either in elementary school, uh, middle mm-hmm. school, high school. So 
the questions are designed, you know, that way to determine, you know, how your personality developed over time based on what your innate personality is. Um, so that's kind of how I was introduced to the color code. And when I got my results and they were so accurate, I decided, okay, I need to be a trainer. <laughs> okay. So, so I became a trainer. So do you, you, you went, um, you utilized the training in your um, place of employment or did you um, branch we, out and we used it as part of our team builder so that we could understand better how to communicate with each other as coworkers because there okay. were 11 of us in HR as business partners and then our director. So, you know, 12 total people. So we used it to learn, you know, how to better work together. Right. Okay. And also once we were able to identify, you know, the, um, aspects of each color, it was easier for you, you know, to work with the people that, that you supported, you know, from an mm-hmm. HR perspective, because you could kind of, you know, guess, you know, what their, what their color was, you know, whether mm-hmm. it was, and there are four, by the way, four colors, red, white, yellow, and blue. Um, the white personality is non-controlling. The yellow personality is non-controlling. The blue and reds are controlling, but for different reasons. Um, the red personalities tend um, to, you know, be a power color where the blues are more intimate, your whites are non-confrontational, and your yellows are more fun-loving. Um, so what's really strange is that my results were really three colors, red, white, and blue. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah. So from a percentage perspective, my blue is almost 34%, my uh-huh. white is 31%, and my red is 27 Oh, my wow. Yellow, and my yellow is like 6.5. Oh, wow. Okay. So less yellow than anything else, but blue, white, and red are, are my three, and they're all fairly dominant. And I'm going to probably guess that it's just because of the amount of work that I'm in. And then, of course, mm-hmm. being, a, being a coach. And then, of course, you know, we have, you know, a large family. We have six people in our household. So mm-hmm. of the six people, let me tell you what the color breakdown is. <clears throat> we have um, three reds. We have one blue, one white, and one yellow. Oh, wow. So okay. that's, that's the combination, you know, in our household from personality colors. So. Wow. So tell us how you, once you and your team at work, you know, figure out what your colors are, how did you implement a, um, after the team building, how did you guys formulate a way to work, you know, effectively together with the different uh, personalities? Okay, so from a team perspective, we shared our profiles with each other so that okay. so, so that we knew. Um, so, for instance, let's say um, you and I are coworkers. You're blue, I'm blue. So we're going to be, you know, probably, you know, mesh really well and work really well together because of similarities of mm-hmm. personality. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say that you're working with um, a red and you're blue. Um, that's going to present an issue because of the controlling personalities. Mm-hmm. So, so your blue is trying to control things from a, uh, a more intimate perspective and your red is trying to control things from a more power perspective. So um, let's just talk about what, what not to do with a red and what not to do with the blue since we're talking okay. about, you know, how those two colors would work together. So if you're dealing with a red personality, you don't want to embarrass them in front of others. You don't want to argue from an emotional perspective. You don't want to use an authoritative approach. Um, you don't want to use physical punishment. And we'll use that, you know, let's say you had a child that was a red personality. You would not want to use physical punishment. Okay. Um, with a red personality, you don't want to be slow and indecisive. You don't want to expect a personal and intimate relationship with a red. 
Um, you don't want to attack them personally. You don't want to wait for them to solicit your opinion. Um, you don't take their arguments personally and don't demand constant social interaction. So that's what you don't want to do with the red. Okay. Oh, wow. So let's talk about blue because I believe you told me your personality, your dominant color is blue. Is that I am a blue. Yes. Okay. And what was your secondary color? Or did you? Um, it is, it didn't, it w- I think the secondary color was like a white. A I think it was white. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so with blues, you, you don't want to make them feel guilty. Um, you don't want to be rude or abrupt. Um, you don't want to <laughs> don't promote too much change. Um, don't expect spontaneity. Don't abandon them. Don't expect them to bounce back easily or quickly from, you know, depression or sadness. Don't demand perfection. Don't push them into making quick decisions. Mm. Don't, don't expect them to forgive quickly when crossed. And don't demand immediate action or quick verbal bantering. Those are things that you that you shouldn't do with a blue. So we focused on the blue and the red, and we had similar things that you don't want to do, you know, with the yellow and and whites also. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about what you do want to do with a red and with okay. a blue. Okay. So with a red personality, you want to prepare yourself with facts and figures, uh, present ideas logically. Be direct, be brief, and be specific. Um, articulate your feelings clearly. Demand, um, do demand attention and respect from the red. Support their leadership instincts. Build on the logic of their arguments and offer them leadership responsibility. So um, in a team environment or in an environment where we're supporting others, um, mm-hmm. you know, let's say we're supporting managers or frontline employees, that kind of thing. So you, you kind of, you know, like I stated, once you have taken the assessment and you, if you have utilized the comprehensive analysis that you receive, it really does give you insight into, into people. So you'll have insight into your friends, to your family, your co right. you know, maybe even right. people that, that you meet, you know, on the street, you can, you can mm-hmm. guess based on, you know, um, how they handle themselves or how they conduct themselves or present themselves, you really have a good idea of what their dominant color is or what their core motive is. Mm -hmm. And and like I stated, core motive is based on your innate personality. And that innate means that you were born with it and it gets developed and it gets changed and shaped over time. Um, So many things, you know, influence, you know, our personality, your upbringing, um, you know, your community, everything. Mm-hmm. And, and especially, you know, for us, you know, we're operating, you know, a lot from a, a trauma perspective, just based on, you know, historical facts and data and that we're living in that defensive mode every single day. Um, so it kind of helps, you know, to eliminate or to identify some of those things when you take the time. And if you're open to believing that the information is accurate, if you answer the question accurately and mm-hmm. truthfully, most mm-hmm. likely it's going to give you a really good profile, but you have to be open to it. You have, right. to, you have to believe it and you would have to really truly want to use it, you know, in your relationships. Wow. I mean, it, what you said, it, it really hit the nail on the head, especially for my, um, my color. It was you know, predominantly blue and, and the white. And I, I can, you know, immediately when you were describing what not to do with reds and what to do with reds, I'm, I'm immediately thinking about somebody, you know, in the family that I know, you know, I could automatically, like you said, you can pretty much pinpoint yeah. what color they are. 
Right. right. You, you just do. I mean, once you, you know, like I said, once you go through that comprehensive analysis, even the basic analysis uh-huh. will give you enough insight. So we didn't talk about what to do with blues. So let's uh-huh. do that. Okay? okay. So with blues, you want to allow blues to collect their thoughts, mm-hmm. take a sensitive approach with blues, demonstrate your sincerity, limit their perceived exposure to risk. So if a blue thinks they're going to be at risk, then you know they're not probably going to be cooperative. Right. Yep. Help, help them feel secure in the relationship, promote their creative efforts and ambitions, appreciate them, be loyal, do a thorough analysis and present with all details. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. That's me. That's me. Wow. So talk about, is there a, um, as far as gender based, do you find that um, on the average um, males are more the red or women are more, or it doesn't, it doesn't matter at all as far as gender wise. It doesn't matter at all. Gender wise. If you answered those questions, honestly and truthfully, then Mm -hmm. they're going to give you a good picture of your profile. So from a general population perspective, including all cultures, and I'm going to say all genders, Mm -hmm. about 25% are going to be red, about 35% blue, 20% yellow, and 20% white. That is general population in each culture. Wow. Okay. Wow. So I'm trying to you know, because there's so many questions. I mean, because it, it, it is a very accurate, very accurate um, assessment. Um, how can we on our personal now you talked about the um, as far as working with our coworkers now, you know, our families and, and friends, they're, they're more intimate. And so how do we, you know, correlate now that we know what our colors are like? I'm, I'm a blue. How can I? And you told me what not to do as far as dealing with someone with a red. And so and if there are family members or whatever, I mean, do you find it that it's a little more difficult for family? It, I mean, to you know, once you recognize who, what you are. So, yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's difficult because you would truly need to have buy in from the people in your family to use mm-hmm. this as a tool to better communicate. So you mm-hmm. would really have to be in a position where all of you have identified that you need to improve your, improve your relationship. Um, and you have to want to improve your relationship mm-hmm. and you have to want a tool to help you improve your relationship. And then you have to be open to using the information that, that you find in the tool. That is, you know, you want everyone to to take the assessment so that you're Mm -hmm. clear on, you know, what is the dominant personality and what is the second, or is the dominant color and what's the secondary color. Right. Let's say that, you know, you don't have that that level of buy-in and you're Mm -hmm. the only person with, you know, the the level of knowledge or information or experience with the color code, then you certainly, you know, want to try to explain it in terms that they would understand based on what you perceive, Mm -hmm. you know, their dominant color to be. Right. So um, I guess a real life um, example would be um, ha- trying to communicate with a, a white personality um, mm-hmm. is it, difficult for a red mm-hmm. and sometimes even a blue personality, because with um, a white personality, you don't want to be cruel and sensitive. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't want them to expect um, to need much social interaction. You don't want to force immediate verbal expression. You don't want to be domineering or too intense. You don't want to demand conformity to unrealistic expectations. 
And those unrealistic expectations would be expectations that they deem unrealistic because mm-hmm. blue, red, yellow may not deem those unrealistic. Right. So you got to kind of, I guess, perceive, are, are they going to think that the expectations are unrealistic? You don't want to overwhelm them with too much at once. You don't want to force confrontation or rush communication or take away their daydreams or demand leadership. So mm-hmm. let's, let's say, you know, you have, um, someone who needs to take the lead in a certain situation mm-hmm. um, or you would want them to take the lead in a certain situation. And, and it's possible that they just don't have an interest in doing so. And right. you, can't force, you can't force that. And right. so if you, if you kind of know, you know, those things or perceive those things about, you know, the person that you're trying to communicate with, then you kind of know not to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So back to as your role in HR, um, when you're looking at applicants, um, can you, I mean, I know that's kind of discriminatory. That's considered discriminatory. Well, you don't want to make any assumptions at all. And right. you know, so it truly isn't designed to be used in, in that setting, like in an okay. interview, and, interview and selection setting, not designed for that at all. It's more uh-huh. designed, it's more designed for team building and mm-hmm. learning how to communicate or how, okay. Or if you're coaching an employee. You know, mm-hmm. there's something out there called, called how I like to be coached and you could utilize the information that they give you. And also, you know, let them take the personality assessment so that everybody, you're both on the same page. Right. So mm-hmm. if I'm a dominant red personality and my supervisor is a white personality. OK, then we already know that we're going to have to have some kind of tool to use right. to help us to be able to communicate because we're, you know, not we're not on the same page. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so to speak. So. So as um, like if, if a supervisor notices that um, their staff or, or this their employee is struggling in a certain area or they're not getting along with another employee is it can uh, the, the company steps in and try to is that something that like a program where you take this type of test and they can work with, you know, as, as a team building um, way of working together collectively. So a director, supervisor, manager, someone, you know, in that capacity, if mm-hmm. they're familiar with the color code, certainly, you know, could say, um, okay, is it okay, company, if we utilize this tool to, you know, create a basis of understanding um, or a benchmark so that we kind of know, you know, mm-hmm. how, how to manage, you know, this group of employees or this particular employee. I mean, mm-hmm. certainly that those options are out there. You just have to be sure that from a company perspective that, you know, it's acceptable um, mm-hmm. that, that you're not doing anything, you know, that would be discriminatory or anything like that. Right. And in addition, you would need to, you know, ensure, you know, once you're um, introducing it to the team, what I've discovered over time mm-hmm. since 2014, I think I've been certified since 2014. What I've discovered over time is that some of the questions can be triggering. Mm. Um, so you may have people who will get, you know, through uh, the assessment, maybe not able to answer all of the questions or maybe not able to finish the assessment at all just because mm-hmm. some of the questions are triggering. Okay. Mm. This ponytail is crooked or something. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think it's the headset. <laughs> okay. Wow. So, I mean, I, I didn't realize that because I know, and it makes sense because a lot of the questions that, you know, when I was answering it and, you know, it, it specifically says as a child, mm-hmm. um, to, it, it did kind of trigger, you know, I remember, you know, certain incidents since uh, inc- incidents and how I felt at that time. So mm-hmm. I, I can understand 
how it can trigger trigger. And um, but I mean, like I but like you said, you you know, when you tell the truth, it it, it kind of I mean, it's right there, and it exactly. and it's very accurate. And exactly. you know, like wow. So, yeah. So the, the questions asked and the design of the personality assessment tells you why mm-hmm. you do the things that you do. Mm-hmm. It looks at looks at your looks at your behaviors um, mm-hmm. and tells you why you do the things you do. Um, and that's how it differs, you know, from some other personality tests, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Wow. And it's and I and I think it's simplistic. You're blue, you're red, you're white, you're yellow. There's four colors and you know they're pretty well defined. It is. And I, I was getting ready to say that it is. I mean, once I read, you know, the definition and what that represents, I mean, it was head on, dead on, right on the money. So um, are you do this? I mean, as a side, are you um, coaching? Uh, do you take clients or how can if people are interested in wanting to learn about themselves through the personality test, how okay. would they be able to do that? Right. Okay. So I, I have a link um, to the personality assessment. It's a basic analysis. It's going to give you your primary color. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily going to give you your secondary color, but you do okay. have the option. You have the option of electing the comprehensive analysis. The comprehensive analysis is like, it's about 37 pages and it breaks it all down for you. I mean, literally, that's the, the portion um, that I use from a coaching perspective. If I'm doing one-on-one coaching, then mm-hmm. we, use, we use that, the uh, comprehensive analysis. I mean, really, if a person said, hey, you know, Deborah, I appreciate, you know, the offer, you know, to um, to coach me, but I think mm-hmm. I can take this myself. You really can self-coach yourself with the comprehensive analysis. Um, okay. But it's, it's, you know, it's better, though, if you have someone to talk it through. With, right. Like, um, even right. someone who may be an opposite personality. So you get that real life practice with mm-hmm. you know, that, that whole communication piece. Because at the end of the day, I mean, our entire life is about relationships, right? right. Relationships right. with your coworkers, your family, your friends, um, right. even relationship, new relationships, old relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, it, your whole life is about relationships. And if you're not an expert on communication, then sometimes you need you need some help, right? And right. you don't have to tell everybody, oh, I took this personality assessment. I know mm-hmm. how to communicate. No, mm-hmm. that's not it at all. It's designed so that you get to know yourself a little bit better. You have educated perceptions about the other people that you're interacting with on a regular basis because you mm-hmm. spend enough time with a cohort or a family member that you're going to be able to say, oh, okay, I see. That's mm-hmm. probably, it's a dominant red color or a dominant blue or a dominant white or a dominant yellow. You kind of mm-hmm. have that tool to help you communicate it. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, I went ahead and, and post the link in the uh, chat and what Thank I'll you. do, it, I'll also post it in the show notes. So okay. once um, we, you know, are off air, will have um, people will still have access to it. Okay, um, thank you. Any other um, tidbits about the code color code um, that you would like to share with us before we close? Yeah, I would like to talk about the uh, limitations and the okay. strength and what we're strong at for each color. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, each color has a strength or a number of strengths, and each color has limitations. So I'd like to to talk about those. And we'll absolutely, start with, we'll okay. start with blue. Okay. Okay. So the blue, blue personalities tend to be sincere, intuitive, caring, respectful, dependable, deliberate, but their limitations are that they're emotionally intense, self-righteous, a perfectionist, 
suspicious, mm-hmm. worry. They worry a lot. They're self-critical, overly sensitive, may have low self-esteem, and may have unrealistic expectations. So mm-hmm. as, as I'm going through that list, please understand I'm not saying that, that these are all-inclusive or, mm-hmm. that, or that they're 100% true for every single person you know, who whose primary color may be blue, because truly, I mean, we're all a combination of all the colors. These just tend to be the, the traits that tend to stand out the most with a true blue, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, let's talk about um, the red personality and their strengths and their limitations. Okay. So your red personalities tend to be pragmatic, decisive, action-oriented, and responsible. But their limitations are that they think they're always right and they're demand. <laughs> They're demanding and argumentative. Uh, so from a from a personal perspective, I get that a lot. That okay. that you're so demanding or you're argumentative or uh-huh. you know, you're not always right. Okay. And I understand that, but I, mm-hmm. that's that's my presentation and that's the perception. So I guess those limitations, you know, can you know be accurate or something. Mm-hmm. You, you know, what you don't hear is, oh, you're pragmatic, you're decisive, you're actually, right. you don't right. hear that. You just right. hear, about the, hear the limitations. Right. You don't hear about the negative, right? <laughs> wow. Okay. okay. All right. So from a white perspective, your white personalities tend to be centered. They have a clear perspective. They're non-discriminate and they're a good listener. Now, their mm-hmm. limitations are that they're boring and timid. I, I didn't say that. I'm just saying that, you know, mm-hmm. the, the <laughs> mm-hmm. And then your yellows, their strengths are um, being insightful and their limitations mm-hmm. are being impulsive. Oh, wow. Okay. So short, short list for your yellow. Right. Your white has a short list, but your blues and reds tend to have. You They're know, the most complicated <laughs> or. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. And I think it's because of their just it's just because of their controlling nature, you know, mm-hmm. but controlling for different reasons. So. Mm hmm. Wow. So yellow, I don't think we talk too much about yellow. Yellow is the, um, okay. Are they like the life of the party? They like fun and, you know, just, you know, whatever goes, (laughs) whatever the wind blows, I mean, they're just going to go with the flow. um, Let me grab my next right here. I'm more comfortable with the blue and red and because that's what I am, blue, red, and white, but yellow, not so much. Okay. Mm-hmm. So a, your yellow, what you want to do with a yellow personality is take a positive, upbeat approach, offer praise and appreciation, accept that they're going to be playful and teasing, recognize the value of their participation, encourage their verbal self-expression, reinforce trust with appropriate gestures, Remember, they are more sensitive than they appear. Value their social interaction skills and people connections. So they're your social butterfly. Mm-hmm. And promote creativity and fun activities for your yellow personality. Hmm. That's what okay. you do. Okay. Now, how about what we don't do with the yellow? You don't want to be too serious or too sober in any criticism. You don't want to push them too intensely. You don't want to forget that they also have downtime, social butterfly, mm-hmm. but they have da- downtime also. Mm-hmm. Don't don't demand perfection. Don't ignore them. Don't expect them to dwell on problems. So your blue personality is going to work that thing to the bone, right? But right. don't expect that from a yellow personality. Um, don't give them too much rope or they might hang themselves. 
Um, don't classify them as just lightweights because that, that would be inaccurate. Mm-hmm. Um, don't attack their sensitivity or be unforgiving. And don't control their schedules or consume their time. That's your yes. Wow. Wow. Okay. They could be fun, but <laughs> right. you don't you don't want to underestimate a yellow. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And with that, with them, you know, you mentioned, you know, they don't like to, you know, be, you know, so serious all the time. Would that be a conflict with uh, blue and red? Because not really, because not really. Your white and yellow personalities are not controlling personalities. Your your blue and reds are controlling personalities. So Mm -hmm. you don't have that tug of war going on. So if you have, you know, a red and a blue, both with controlling personalities, you're going to have a tug of war, right? But Mm -hmm. not not necessarily so with um, a white or yellow being, you know, as compared to a blue or red. Right. So they are more, you know, could be more compatible just because they're they're opposites and not controlling. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, this has been very interesting and very eye-opening. And I know people are going to definitely want to participate in the test, you know, and, and it, you know, it, to be true for yourself, I mean, it's worth, you know, every bit of, you know, learning about yourself and kind of understanding, well, this is why I feel this way or do this way because of this, this, and this. Right. I mean, so. it's truly about self-discovery more than anything is about self-discovery mm-hmm. because once you're able to identify why you do the things you do, why you say the things you say, why the, why do you act the way you act? Why do you walk the way you walk? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Once you truly um, commit to that self-discovery and again, like I said, and answer the questions honestly and truthfully and be open to believing what the profile is revealing to you and mm-hmm. recognize, truly recognizing that they're Oh, okay. Yeah, I can check this off and this off and this off. Okay. Um, that it really is about you. Mm-hmm. you. Once you once you have done your self-assessment and you have a relationship that you want to work on, then you can use those tools to do so. And it's it's actually it's a fun little thing, you know. Yeah, it is. It is with, with powerful information. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Well, Miss Deborah, I really appreciate, you know, your insight. And your, you know, wisdom on on the color code, what is the color code personality test? Um, I've learned a lot. Uh, like I said, I encourage everybody to, you know, just take a look at yourself, be honest with yourself, and and you know, you know, you'll discover, you know, who you are and why you do the things you do, and it also helps you to, you know have a, a friend do it with you with a spouse yes. or, or with a, you know, coworker right. or whatever. Yes. And you, then you guys will both know, you know, your each other's personality and traits. And you, and like you said, it'll open the door to better communication because you know how they are, what their triggers are, what right. you shouldn't do and how you right. approach. So right. yeah. I really appreciate this. Thank you thank so much. Well, um, thank you for the invitation. <laughs> any final words? Um, no, I encourage everyone just, you know, if you're curious, just take the basic analysis and see if it's true for you. If it's true for you, then you have the option, you know, to elect the comprehensive analysis. And once you receive that, you can use that, like I stated, just for your own self-discovery. Or mm-hmm. you can use it, you know, in, you know, have, learning how to communicate with, with others. Like I stated, coworkers, friends, family, what have you. It's up to you how you use that information. But at the end of the day, um, we can't really, you know, I guess expect something from others until we recognize, you know, how we're presenting and how we're doing. Right. So we can't ask someone else. Okay. You know, I can't say, Harry, you know, why do you act that way? I don't mm-hmm. understand. 
But, mm-hmm. you know, if I've done my own self-discovery, then maybe I can better understand that. And I can make a recommendation maybe, but, you know, Absolutely. It, it just, you have to be open and it's something you have to work Right. To. Right. So, All right. Thank you again. And one more thing. Um, side note. Have you tried the uh, Colorossi wine? I have not. Okay. Yet, but I will. I have, <laughs> I have not, but I do plan to as soon as possible. <laughs> I, have, I have a tremendous amount of One Hope wine. So I'm, oh, okay. All the different, you know, brands. I got a red right. blend and a Chardonnay and a this mm-hmm. and that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So next time we're going to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> that's, another, that's another show, people. That's another All, right. Show. <laughs> All yeah. right. You take care of yourself. Okay. Stay Thank cool you. And All right. I'll talk you to too. you soon. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>